Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. This is Harriet, and I will be your reader this new week. And today we have the 5th of November or the 21st on Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. It's a Sunday, and this new week we have a new parasha portion from the Torah, and it's called Chaye Sarah, Sarah's life. And the Torah scriptures will be Genesis or Belshit, chapter 23, verse 1 through verse 16. Now, before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. Now, Sarah's life was 127 years, the years of Sarah's life. Sarah died in Kiryat Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and to weep over her. Then Abraham rose from before his dead one and spoke to the sons of Heth, saying, I am an outsider and a sojourner among you. Give me a gravesite among you, so that I may bury my dead from before my presence. The son of Heth answered Abraham, saying to him, Listen to us, my lord. You are a prince of God among us. Bury your dead in the best of our graves. None among us will withhold his grave from you to bury your dead one. Then Abraham got up and bowed down to the people of the land, to the sons of Heth, and spoke with them, saying, If you are of a mind to let me bury my dead from before my presence, listen to me. Plead with Ephron, son of Zophar, on my behalf, that he may give me the cave of Machpelah that belongs to him, that is at the end of his field. At the full price, let him give it to me in the midst, in your midst, for a gravesite. Now Ephron was sitting in the midst of the sons of Heth, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the ears of the sons of Heth, all those who entered the gate of his city, saying, No, my lord, listen to me. The field I hereby give it to you. Also the cave that is in it I hereby give it to you. 
In the eyes of the sons of my people, I hereby give it to you. Bury your dead one. Then Abraham bowed down before the people of the land, and spoke to Ephron in the ears of the people of the land, saying, But if only you would please listen to me, I hereby give the price of the field. Accept it from me that I may bury my dead one there. So Ephron answered Abraham, saying to him, My lord, listen to me. A land worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that between me and you? Bury your dead one. Abraham heard Ephron. So Abraham weighed out to Ephron the silver that he had spoken of in the ears of the sons of Heth, four hundred shekels of silver at the merchant's rate. That was Genesis, or Belsheet, 23, 1 through 16. Now our portion from the prophets is the book of Judges, and we will read chapter 3. Now these are the nations that the Lord left to test all Israel who had not experienced any of the wars of Canaan. It was only in order that the generations of Bnei Israel might learn from war, which they had not experienced before. These nations included the five Philistine lords and all the Canaanites, Sidonians and the Hivites living in the hill country of Lebanon, from Mount Baal Hermon to the entrance of Hamat. They were for testing Israel to know whether they would obey the mitzvot of the Lord, which he had commanded their fathers by Moshe's hand. But Bnei Israel settled among the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and took their daughters for themselves as wives, gave their own daughters to their sons, and worshipped their gods. Bnei Israel did what was evil in the Lord's eyes, forgot the Lord their God, and worshipped the Baalim and the Asherahs. So the Lord's anger burned against Israel, and he sold them over into the hand of King Kushan, Rishathaim of Aram Naharaim, and Bnei Israel served Kushan Rishathaim for eight years. When Bnei Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for Bnei Israel to deliver them. Otniel, son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger kinsman. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him as he judged Israel. When he went out to war, the Lord gave King Kushan Rishatim of Aram into his hand, so that he had the upper hand over Kushan Rishatim. Then the land had peace forty years. When Otniel, son of Kenaz, died, Bnei Israel again did what was evil in the Lord's eyes. So the Lord strengthened King Eglon of Moab against Israel, because they had done evil in the Lord's eyes. So he gathered to himself the people of Ammon and Amalek, then went and defeated Israel and took possession of the city of Palms. Bnei Israel became subject to King Eglon of Moab for 18 years. But when Bnei Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer for them, Ehud, son of Gera the Benjamite, a left-handed man. 
Now Bnei Israel sent tribute with him to King Eglon of Moab. Ehud made himself a double-edged sword, a cubit in length, which he girded on his right thigh under his cloak. Then he presented the tribute to King Eglon of Moab. Eglon was a very fat man. Now when Ehud had finished presenting the tribute, he dismissed the people who had carried the tribute, but he himself turned back at the idols that were near Gilgal and said, I have a secret message for you, O king. Keep silence, he replied, so all his attendants left him. Then Ehud approached him while he was sitting alone in a roof chamber where it was cool and said, I have a message from God for you. So he arose from his throne. Then Ehud reached with his left hand, drew the sword from his right thigh and thrust it into his belly. Even the handle went in after the blade, and the fat closed over the blade, for he did not withdraw the sword out of his belly, and the filth came out. Then Ehud went out by the porch, shut the doors of the roof chamber on him, and locked them. After he had gone out, his courtiers came and looked, but behold, the doors of the roof chamber were locked. So they said, He's only relieving himself in the cool chamber. So they waited till they were embarrassed, but behold, he still did not open the doors of the roof chamber. So they took the key and opened them, and behold, their master was lying dead on the floor. But Ehud escaped while they were lingering, passed beyond the idols and escaped to Seirah. When he arrived, he blew the shofar in the hill country of Ephraim. So Bnei Israel went down with him from the hill country, and he was in front of them. He said to them, Follow me, for the Lord has delivered your enemies, the Moabites, into your hand. So they went down after him and seized the forts of the Yarden opposite Moab and allowed no one to cross over. Then they struck down at that time about 10,000 men of Moab, all stout men of valor. Not a man escaped. So Moab was subdued that day under the hand of Israel. Then the land had peace for 80 years. After him came Shamgar, son of Anat, who struck down 600 Philistine men with an ox goad. So he also delivered Israel. That was Judges, or Shoftim, chapter 3. Now we have our portion from the writings, and we'll be reading Psalm 26. Of David, Vindicate me, Lord, for I have walked in my integrity, and trusted in the Lord without wavering. Probe me, Lord, and test me. Refine my mind and my heart. For your love is before my eyes, and I have walked in your truth. I have not sat with men of falsehood, nor do I consort with hypocrites. I detest the company of evildoers, and I do not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocence, so I can walk around your altar, Lord, hearing the voice of thanksgiving while proclaiming all your wonders. Lord, I love the house where you live, the place where your glory dwells. Do not take my soul away with sinners, nor my life with people of bloodshed, in whose hands are wicked schemes, whose right hand is full of bribes. 
but I, I will walk in my integrity. Redeem me and be gracious to me. My feet stand on level ground. In congregations, I will bless the Lord. That was Psalm or Telim 26. Now we have our last portion for today from the Apostolic Writings. We will read Matthew or Matityahu chapter 21, verse 23 through 46. Now when he entered the temple, the ruling Kohanim and the elders of the people came to him while he was teaching, saying, By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Yeshua replied to them, I also will ask you one question. If you tell me, I likewise will tell you by what authority I do these things. Yohanan's immersion, where was it from? From heaven or from men? They began to dialogue among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say from men, we fear the crowd, for all hold up Yohanan as a prophet. So answering Yeshua, they said, We don't know. Then he said to them, Neither am I telling you by what authority I do these things. How now, what do you think? A man had two sons, and he went to the first and said, Son, go work in the vineyard today. The son answered, I won't. But afterward he had a change of heart and went. The man went to the second son and said the same thing. But he answered, I will, sir, and didn't go. Which of the two did the will of the father? The first, they said. Yeshua said to them, Amen, I tell you. The tax collectors and prostitutes are going ahead of you into the kingdom of God. For Yohanan came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and prostitutes did believe him, and even after you saw this, you had no change of heart to believe him. Listen to another parable. There was a master of a household who planted a vineyard. He put a hedge around it, dug a winepress in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to some tenant farmers and went on a journey. Now when fruit season drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. But grabbing his servants, the tenants beat up one, killed another, and stoned still another. Again the master sent other servants, even more than the first, and they did the same thing to them. Finally he sent his son to them, saying, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir. Come on, let's kill him and get his inheritance. So grabbing him, they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the master of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those miserable men to a miserable end, they said to him and will lease the vineyard to other tenants who will give him his share of the fruits in their seasons. Yeshua said to them, Have you ne never read in the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected, this has become the chief cornerstone. This came from the Lord, 
and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to people producing its fruits. Whoever falls on the stone will be shattered, but the other one upon whom it falls, it will crush him. When the ruling Kohanim and Pharisees heard Yeshua's parables, they realized he was talking about them. Although they were trying to seize him, they feared the crowds because they regarded him as a prophet. And that was Matthew 21, 23 through 46. Now, if you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you a blessed new week. Shavuot Tov. Thank you for praying for us and for Israel at this time. As the uh, region is really uh, heating up and other countries are proclaiming war, declaring war against Israel as well. So we appreciate all your prayers and standing with us at this time. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.